Ladies and gentlemen, boils and ghouls, you wanted the spookiest? You got the spookiest with petrifying strong language and horrific adult content. Slowly, we rock. <laughs> Welcome to the Halloween special of Slowly We Rock, Metal's funnest, dumbest, and spookiest podcast. I'm your host, Jigsaw Johnson Street. I'm joined to my right by Dan Macabre. Oh, Oh, that's even better. Of course, anything was better than (laughs) Jim's idea was Final Dance (laughs) Donation. And uh, sat opposite me in his throne of blood. I just called you, thought you called me Frodo Blood. Frodo Blood. <laughs> no, I am Boo-ish. Oh, yeah, I like yeah, that. All right. Yeah, Spooky. Cool. These are some good names, yeah. How spooky are you feeling? How Halloween are you feeling? Ooh. Very. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, not very, unfortunately. I don't know. I know you can... I was going to... This is a dumb idea thing I was about to say, but I'm going to say anyway. I just wish I could get a... <laughs> a pre-made Halloween costume and not have to put any effort into it. Now, I realise that I can do that yeah, <laughs> through Amazon. No, but you but mean like, like I want a quality. good one. Yeah, yeah. Good one. free as well. Yeah, I, don't yeah. Want to, I just want to be able to turn up to whatever Halloween event and someone hands me a costume and like, this is going to be great. Yes. Put it on. I look yep. amazing, but I don't have to put any time into it, any effort, yep. any money, but I look awesome. I want, yeah, I want a lot of just like fully screen accurate. Yeah. Like full like cosplay Standards. Totally. Halloween Nothing costumes. involves having to clean my face off in the morning or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you actually have like a dream Halloween costume if like money was no object? Thor. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. That would be hey, cool. that's fucking that great. Within, yeah. Uh, of the seven realms, that is in the realm of possibility. I know, but it's, yeah, if you want a real good one, that's like hundreds. Yeah, definitely. Will you make it? I ain't got time for that. Is, I always, yeah, who's got time for that? I though? always thought like Thor's armor uh, looked kind of plasticky anyway. It always annoyed me yeah. it didn't quite look as it does like... in the first one. I think yeah. towards the end it definitely gets better. It looks better, yeah. And yeah. if you do the first one, you'll have to bleach your eyebrows. <laughs> oh, he looks so weird in that film with his bleached eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to go back to. Um, I think a lot of those early Marvel movies are a little tougher to go back to because the scope is so much bigger in the later ones. Yeah. They, they almost seem like TV pilots in a lot of ways. Especially that first Thor movie when they're like, what? basically the whole town, the whole film is set on that like Western, this use Western set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a long street, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that must be the busiest diner <laughs> in the town. <laughs> the only diner in town, yeah. But I think otherwise, I definitely need a full Boba Fett costume. Of course. That'd be yeah. sick. That's dope. What about you guys? What's your, what's your dream or your nightmare Halloween costume? So, because uh, I'm like, Don't I like me the like that, kind of I'm just like... trying to think of what it would be. Because <laughs> I, like, I quite like the American mentality of like, you dress up Halloween, don't actually have to dress up as anything scary, just have a cool oh, yeah. costume. Because my yeah. actual ideal one would be um, Mass Effect, the game, the uh, armour. Because cool. that looks really like cool. Like the N7 armour. Yeah, that would be, that would okay, be amazing. Cool. Or um, Geralt from The Witcher 3, his like yeah. armour as well. Okay, like, yeah. Like the kind of like, 
chain mail kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a real good look. Yeah. Also, I think I would look amazing with long grey hair. I think it would look dope as well. Only one way to find out. That's true, yeah. Grow it out, <laughs> dye it grey. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Uh, I don't know. It's not something I really think about. Uh, we'll get back to you in a few minutes. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. There you go, done. <laughs> Perfect. I saw a news article where there's like some... I don't know if it's like a women's underwear company or like one of those women's clothing companies, but it's doing like sexy Ooh. outfits, but obviously aren't Buzz Lightyear and Woody from Toy Story because that's copyright infringement. <laughs> but they're just close enough where it's like a two-piece for like Buzz Lightyear or uh, who's, Woody. Who's turn on a child's toy? <laughs> toy. I know. Yeah. Oh, and make sure you write Andy's toy. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me they have great names. Uh, I'll see if Vibe I can find Light it. Vibe Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it sexy if uh, if um, Tim Allen hasn't given his sign off on it? <laughs> you know. uh... Tim, send it back. <laughs> um, have you guys got any plans for Halloween? No, actually, no, literally none. Mm. Yeah, no. same. No. Yeah, uh, other than just listening to this podcast. Yes. Uh, we went to do like a ha- go to a Halloween party, which has kind of been. Oh, okay. They've also got the costume for the little green alien. In um, Toy Story, the ones that are in the claw machine. The claw, yeah. Okay. Oh, so it's like skimpy. Yeah. Mm, That's what yeah. I mean. It's like. We're all sat here with very confused directions. <laughs> Way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's not anything, is it? It's not. <coughs> it's like, I get what it's meant to be. I think those are made more for like Halloween costumes than they are actual like um, in the bedroom, you know, in the boudoir kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Fantastic, yeah. That looks amazing, yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well. Yeah, she's obviously the wizard, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no Halloween parts. I think I just want to watch a whole bunch of like horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to watch all of the Saw films, but in reverse order. So I'm going to start at the end and make my way back. That's good. I mean, that'll give you something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things can only get better, right? <laughs> Gideon. <laughs> Man, those films go places. There's a new one coming out, isn't there? With Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Saw movie? Yep. Fucking hell. I'm not sure if it's a reboot or another sequel. Might be a reboot. I, I feel like if you're getting those guys on... like, well, I mean, Jack- Chris Rock is like producing or... Carry on talking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is just okay. me saying insane things. When I'm They're having to like back it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? What would you do? What, like, what movie franchise would you marathon for Halloween? Oh, it's a reboot. Okay, that's really strange. Yep, all the people to do it. And he approached Lionsgate <laughs> with, an, with an idea for how to reboot. So, can you imagine just that's like li- lying awake at night? Like, I need to get this out. <laughs> Chris there. Rock. Yeah, yep, Chris Rock. Okay. Okay. Cool. It's actually just a backdoor into doing a down to earth too. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh man, what? Mm. Mm. Do, what? do you have a favourite horror franchise? Uh, do you know what? I find it really, really difficult to say franchise because there are so many great first movies. Yeah, and typically, if a horror becomes a franchise, it gets it goes down in yeah, quality. Pretty like quick. the sign of a good horror film is it spawns lots of terrible sequels. Like, yeah, to a degree, but I mean, like Halloween absolutely shits itself. They're not even yeah. fun by about like the fourth one. They're yeah. not even fun. They just no fucking garbage films yeah I, do you know what, I've, I've seen the original one uh, I've seen Halloween H20 aka I know what you did last Halloween yeah <laughs> uh, and uh, I've watched the most recent one 
uh, came oh, out yeah, the recent last one, year. Yeah, that was pretty good. That had Jamie Lee Curtis in it again, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. was one where they ignored all the other films and yes. just uh, yeah. did a sequel to Halloween 1. Yes. Which is cool. <laughs> I feel like it's the trend now, isn't it? Like, we've Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Like, let's just ignore all of these other crappy movies and just make a sequel to the one which we liked. And they're talking about doing it with Aliens, right? Yeah, so, Neil... See, I, I think Aliens is probably my favourite horror franchise. And, like, some people say that Alien isn't a horror series. And, like, it is. The first one is. Yeah. And then it's, like, and the third one definitely is. First, first one is. Second one has got loads of horror-type moments yeah. in it. Third one is. Fourth one is more like it's definitely like fourth one yeah it's, it's got some real body horror it's, stuff in it yeah okay yeah it's just yeah. not very good it's not very yeah. good yeah. yeah um so uh yeah neil blomkamp who was uh who did district nine and then lots some of other stuff and then some other stuff that how, no one liked but how dare neil blomkamp think that he can go actually <laughs> i'm gonna ignore david fincher's movie and yeah. make my own vision i know um but he had a plan or he pitched uh Fox to do a sequel to Aliens. I thought this has been going on for years. So, like it, years and years. Because those, those designs and stuff. Yeah, so that came out. Yeah, yeah. the internet yeah. message board wet dream of. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't right. like this. I want it different. Yeah. <laughs> so in the end, um, I think they did Alien Covenant instead, which <laughs> killed the idea, but also maybe put the franchise to bed for a bit as well. Ugh. Alien Covenant was a badass. Bad, say bad. That's just a bad, bad movie. Who can be bad? Yeah. So we're doing a Halloween special, and we can talk about all these horror movies we don't like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're not going to any Halloween parties. Yeah. We're too cheap for costumes. This may be the worst Halloween special ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a bit drafty so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've established. <laughs> um, but so you don't have like a favorite horror franchise then? My favorite horror film is probably The Omen. Okay. Mm. We did a lot of sequels to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, I I like I like two. I enjoy three. I like three because it's Sam Neil. Yeah, yeah. He's, very early Sam he's, Neil. He's a big selling part of it. Yeah, for me. as a yeah. But no, I I love the Omen. The Omen's one of my favorite films ever. I do. And the thing, I'd put that out there as well. Put my hand up. I have never seen the Omen. Loser. Oh man, uh, never great. watched it. It's it really holds up. It's yeah. perfect. Don't watch yeah. a remake. Remake's garbage. Yeah. Is that the one with Lee Schreiber? Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I knew that. Yeah. They Lee Schreiber. They and watched, uh, Julia Stiles. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. They yeah. watched the original and like, what if everyone had an American accent instead? Oh. Well, yeah. the whole thing was made so they could release it on 666. Yeah. But that is literally it, because yeah. it was 6th of okay. June 2006. Oh. So, right, right, okay. And you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> rushed it, really rushed it. <laughs> yeah. David, David Fulis plays David Warner's part. Okay. Which is good casting. Apart yeah. from that, rubbish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they changed my favourite death. Uh, in it and it really annoys me and then uh, yeah who directed, who directed The Omen? Uh, or the original? yeah uh, I can't remember no but I love the original because it's a horror film it's very schlocky but it's got Gregory Peck in it yeah so it brings in real gravitas <laughs> to it as well amazing <laughs> Billy Whitelaw's great in it as well actually um, for some reason I'm thinking was it Richard Donner? yes yes yeah. it was yeah of course Richard it was done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah who did Superman and Lethal Weapon what did The Omen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's why Gregory Peck's constantly saying he's too old for that. He did shit. all believe for <laughs> <as well. laughs> Yeah, you'll believe a you'll believe a Satanist child will fly. Yeah. <laughs> um how are we all doing? Very we good. All good. Very yeah, good. Very I really like horror films, I should just say. We just slagged them off for ages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> horror films are probably my favourite type of films. So. Yes. Uh, uh yeah, doing good. Awesome. Oh, but actually I'm gonna stop going back to horror movies. There's a there's a movie coming out real soon, uh, which is Basically, like a kind of Final Destination style or Final Dance Donation ripoff, mm-hmm. uh, where it's about an app that you can download on your phone, which will tell you how long you've got left to live. That's fucking great. 
Oh, man, Betrayal is so... So, yeah, the, the concept That's of it's so fantastic. stupid. I love it. Yeah. So you've <laughs> yeah. got people like... Why would you download it? Yeah, they download it and look at it like, oh, I've got, you know, uh, 60 years to go. Yeah. And so it's literally type, type uh, counted for a second. Can it change? So this girl downloads the app and um, she's got 24 hours left. And she's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And so, please then tell me... Boop! Boop! So her <laughs> first instinct in the trailer is that she goes and gets rid of her phone. So she buys a new phone, buys a new SIM card... Open, gets up the phone and like the app is gone like she's deleted it but I guess it redownloaded itself but in the phone shop it starts downloading itself automatically <laughs> yeah well yeah she logs into her Google account uh, and it will automatically restore uh, yeah exactly thank God for backup yeah. Yeah. so I think the, like Final Destination the movie is them trying to find a way to avoid uh, death uh, and but I think there's like some kind of invisible almost like it follows kind of force which is like bumping them off great film it as follows well. an amazing it follows movie. Excellent film. Yeah. A really excellent yeah. film. Yeah. A yeah. yeah. um, friend of mine absolutely hated it and her review of it was, it follows, who cares? And I was deeply offended. <laughs> oh, I thought the review was very snappy. But like, I was like, you're an idiot. Do you think they really liked it and they just thought of the review and thought I have to? Yeah, no, I have to, yeah I've got to yeah. take a stance now. Two words, shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you can't print that. <laughs> um, yeah, how are we all doing? What have we all been up to? Uh, Not I a had, lot. I had a Bookly good time at a country and western show. Yeah, yeah, boy. Please tell me all about this because you were growing a moustache in preparation for it. But for you a hid long it. You, you're a coward, and you hid it behind a beard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Having seen you shave off the beard, you did the right thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Uh, me and my good buddy James uh, went woo, to see woo. Brad Paisley, who is one of the most phenomenal country guitarists on the planet. Mm. Uh, he's played with Shania Twain. He's had an insanely good solo career. He's worth ninety-five he, million. Wow. wow! Didn't he do a duet with LL Cool J? He did, and I think that one day we're going to discuss that in great detail on this yeah, podcast. That whole Jim. fucking album. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah. Did he play Accidental Racist? He didn't. Oh, oh I, th- I honestly no. thought you just no. he did. Did <laughs> no. he play karate? No. Uh, right, yeah. What kind of show is this? So one thing uh, that he did do is he was playing. He had an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And he did a verse. This is the O2 uh, Arena in London as well, so it's obviously huge. Yeah, it's, it's an, a massive. It's and amazing ridiculous. venue as well. It's really good. We were sat kind of facing the stage right at the back. Yeah. Um, we were kind of a few rows down on the bottom row of seats, I guess. Mm. Mm. And it's the, you could just see everything perfectly. Yeah, yeah I think like, if you're you up in the nosebleed, sometimes the lighting rig gets in the way. Yeah, it's pretty. It's real always, tall, isn't I've it? I've always had a really yeah. good experience. Yeah. When I saw Pearl Jam, I was sat, but you could still get... That, it's but, amazing. Yeah, that was my takeaway from is just how like vertical it is. It's yeah. so, yeah. so... I, could, yeah. I couldn't deal with that high man, no. Yeah. But it would be too scary. <laughs> but um, he was playing acoustic guitar for this one track. He goes, you know what? I don't want this one. And he pulls out a sharpie from his pocket, signs the guitar, and just gives it to someone Bats. in the crowd. That's very fucking cool. So they bring out his electric, he starts playing again. He goes, I don't want this one either. Signs that one. What? <laughs> and just gives that away. He's like, what the fuck is just giving away these guitars? That's pretty cool. It was like a hockey match. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There was something mental happening every two minutes. His banter was brilliant. Um, he did a cover. So me and my friend James kind of got into country music accidentally. Yeah. Because we discovered... Like an accidental racist. (laughs) (laughs) There's context to that. We will will explain that one day. Um, We got into an artist called Alan Jackson, who does Mm. like the cheesiest, most like 
single chart. Check out Drive. Yeah, it's so, uh, so good. Drive brackets for Daddy Jean. Yes, it's oh, perfect. It's great. And we found it so funny. Turn to the left. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. so good. Steer to the right. 75 Johnson with oh. electric choke. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and the one with Jimmy Buffett does the run-in cameo appearance at the end. Five o'clock somewhere, Nelms. <laughs> Absolutely. Country and Western song going on very normally. <laughs> and then he suddenly sings... I wonder what would Jimmy Buffett do? Well, I'll tell I mean, you. Alan. Yeah, exactly. Jimmy Buffett, basically, it's like wrestling. Tags him in. Yeah. Anyway, so we, sorry. We got on. into him, and the main song that did it was called Chattahoochee. Uh, yeah, great um, song. Brad Paisley went and played it. No, oh, we could not amazing. believe our luck. Oh my god! And in the, like the budget that he must have spent on background videos alone yeah. was incredible because for every single song he had like a whole kind of like sitcom set up that he starred in what so in this so he filmed it all especially for the live yeah wow yeah um like there was one where there was a um what, the, what do they have in the states there's mascots right yeah at like yeah. ball games and stuff yeah and there was a brad paisley mascot oh, with God. a giant head with a white cowboy hat on just causing trouble and then getting beaten up by other mascots and stuff. What? Um, but for Alan Jackson's song, he recreated the entire oh music video. No <laughs> way. But it was him in it. It must be great being rich. Yeah, just yeah. Going, I know. I've got this idea. I'm going to do it right now. He's also got like a real sense of humour. Oh, they, that's one of my favourite things about country. Like the whole sense of humour. It's so like self-deprecating. Yeah. Yeah. And it, just every single song has a real stupid little twist. Yeah, like and it's, well, it's it's a kind of way to maybe those who take it way too seriously. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, Chris Gaines, <laughs> and uh, my favorite country artist, and those who just like yeah are very very aware of how like if, you know to have if, a good time. Yeah, if, if you if he got his dog, his truck, his girl back, yeah. then he'd have them to sing yeah. about. Kind yeah, of thing. and then if anyone leave him or he has to shoot the dog, he's <laughs> well. yeah. yeah. Um, it was great. He did... Did he do Crushing It? I can't remember if he did Crushing It. Um, did he sound great then? Like you... Oh, my God. Was it just him or did he have a backing band? Oh, full backing band. Yeah, yeah full yeah, backing band. Was like... there a support act? Or... Now, this was... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this was the real exciting thing. <laughs> and also, I genuinely don't know anything about this. This is not me setting up. I, no, I've been avoiding speaking about this for ages. I know. He, I can't remember... The, I think his name is Dan Hope. Okay. okay. Uh, who was, again, another country artist... Currently, or at the time we watched, had the number one single in the US. That's cool. Sorry, Old Town Road. <laughs> it sounded like a country song. Yeah. Just like a kind of country ballad type thing. Those guys buy singles over those fans. They love it. But yeah. it's, it's also so weird thinking that, like, how huge and how profitable that It just never makes is. it across. It doesn't leave yeah. America. It's but crazy. And you also think, like, that's an entire continent. It, yes, it's not just exactly. a country, it's a continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so... He was fascinating. <laughs> he kind of, when we came in, um, we came in a little bit late because we didn't really care. And he was just singing long, had his acoustic guitar, had mm. a band with him. I was like, cool, that's what I expected. Yeah. And he put the guitar down and he was walking around the stage singing like M Shadows. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like fully like giving it out. Yeah. Like he was like a rock star kind of. That's incredible. Um, but just did he singing put, country songs. Did he put songs? on a bandana and then put a baseball <laughs> yeah. cap on the back of it? He put his grails on. Yeah, it's in grails, yeah. Um, and he... Chris Lane, is it? Chris Lane. Yeah. Okay, all right, think, Chris Lane. Nice I think, one. yeah. Um, he did the single most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen at a gig. Oh, it should be good. It was incredible. So, starts this song and he goes, you know what? It always helps me if I can get a little help from someone else in the audience to sing this next one. 
oh, he's going to get someone up and see oh, or no. something. He's like, but it really helps me if there's a special lady that would come up here and help. Oh. So, obviously, cameras start going round. Did he pull Courtney Cox out of the crowd? No, dude. No, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you Trust me. Uh, all the girls start going crazy. Like, yeah, pick me, pick me. He's like, what about you? What about you? What about you? He's like, no. He's like, you. He's like, that looks like a special girl right there. He's like, please come on on stage, honey. Please come and join me. And it's maybe like this, like, nine, ten-year-old girl, right? Oh, God. <laughs> so we're thinking, okay, he's not going to be, like, skeezy or anything. Yeah. It's like, it's uh, like an American Idol kind of cutesy, like, oh, my God, he's yeah, 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 yeah. So he gets this girl up, and they just bring out this wooden chair, and they put it in the middle of the stage, and she sits on it in front of 100,000 people. Was she a plant, or...? No. Okay. No, no, she was definitely English. You okay. can tell by her reaction she was English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and he gets down on one knee and starts singing this kind of lovely, nice song to her. Yeah. Um, in America, I think people would have got really excited, maybe. Or the, or the kind of the fan base that would enjoy American Idol, that kind of cheesy yeah. stuff. Because mm. it was it was clearly kind of just, oh, it's pure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, in the, <laughs> in the UK, every single one was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh. <laughs> All of the audience looking at each other like, this is fucking weird. Um, and this girl <laughs> kept showing her face on the big screen. <laughs> she could not have been less bothered. Oh, really? She, <laughs> got to, she wasn't making any eye contact with him. She was just looking around and just occasionally, like, sighing. It's like, oh, good, yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, her parents, like, dragged her to this country show. Yeah. Like, they probably liked us, like... Oh, we've got we've got tickets for a uh, little mix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. um, and it got to the point that he could clearly feel how unbelievably uncomfortable oh, no. it was. Him singing to a girl was just looking in any other direction. <laughs> so he's like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go do my M Shadows thing at the front of the stage." <laughs> they didn't like take the girl off or anything. She was just sat <laughs> on this Ooh, wooden chair oh. whilst he was performing to the audience, just being ignored. Oh my god! <laughs> how long was she there for? The whole song. Oh. And then uh, at the end, he's like, yeah, cool. If you want to go that way. And then just disappears backstage. God knows like how these parents are like, child we think our kids back for a week now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was insane. Oh. Um, he also, <laughs> between two songs, the fattest dubstep kicked in. We're like, <laughs> what? And he starts rapping. Amazing. Oh. I mean, I, I love, 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 love the crossover country. Because it's like... It was- it's basically it's genres of music which, on its own, country fans would never, ever listen to. Yeah, it. I know. But as soon as the guy's got a flannel shirt on... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, all over that shit. Um, but it went. It was so, like, even the lights and stuff looked like a muse show or something. Oh, it God. went hard. <laughs> and then he starts rapping. You think, oh, this is like, he's doing this kind of crossover track. Yeah, yeah. No, it just goes straight into another country oh, song. Wow. What the fuck just happened? Straight back to singing about his dog or... Mate, yeah. we were so confused. So he, he was, was so, so yeah. He wasn't confused. like a rebel or outlaw country no. musician. Those are the ones who did no. was really. That's serious, really like. good. Yeah, I like um, it when it blends into punk sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, but no, it was great. And Brad was. What was like unreal. the mean age of people at this show? I'm just asking because it feels like you've been to a lot of dad shows. Yeah. It, um, it it honestly it felt you know when you're at an airport and you get every single person from yeah. all walks of life, mm. all ages. It was like that. Yeah, it was just it was a really nice crowd. It just could not be more mixed. They call us a legion for we are many. <laughs> like, always <laughs> yeah, like yeah. hidden country fans. It's like always hidden. I ju- say, mm, I, actually, no, I say that it couldn't be more mixed. I guess maybe ethnically it could have been more mixed. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> yeah, like uh, it's a novelty, isn't it? Country music over here. You, you just it. don't just doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like people will like go out of their way for those shows because like the artists. I think they, I think they, there's like one big. It's like a festival uh, type showcase thing that they have like an arena once yeah, a they year. Do, yeah, they do a thing in London as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I think there's definitely like events. They, yeah, it's it's an event thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a regular touring circuit though. But it was amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, and. Word of advice, when life gives you limes, make margaritas. <laughs> um, how many people dressed up like uh, cowboys there? A few. I know at least two people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few. Well, Not as many as I would have hoped. We'll have to put our picture up, as long as James is okay, we'll have to put our picture up. You won't mind. Uh, yeah. uh, you look like a cult leader. Yeah. I know. I you like look like one of the like, sub-bosses in Far Cry 5. <laughs> Like, because basically this cult takes over like a whole county in America. Right. <laughs> and you look like you could fit in with one of those. It was honestly, Congrats. it was great. Um, we also we were staying at a hotel by the XL Center, mm. um, and it, there was just nothing around at all. Like literally nothing around. So we got in. Um, we had our full beards at this time, and then we ordered room service. And I think it was as I was shirtless and just shaving, and they could not have sent like a smaller, more delicate young lady to p- deliver these four pints to you, on, to on you, a train that she, that she had to cart all the way up to like the sixth oh, floor. Oh no. She opens the door and she goes, these are really heavy. Please can you take them? Oh no. Oh my God, we're so they sorry. They didn't give her like a trolley or anything to... No. That's shit. Yeah. Shame on you, Doubletree. Yeah. Oh, Doubletree by Hilton. Yeah, we're condemning you. Uh, speaking of condemning, condemned Ooh. to the gallows, I would see Between the Baron and Me. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice little segue That's there. That's much spookier. Buried. Will it stay buried? Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was literally like, it was, a, it was the day before you were in London. Or, yes. Yeah, it was on the Thursday. Because yeah. where were you, Jim? Uh, also in London. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was Between what the Baron and Me was where I was, yeah. Um yeah, so um, yeah, uh, between the Baron and me, uh, Carolina prog metal band. Uh, we've probably talked about them on the yeah, episode before for yeah, sure. Yeah, because I sort of got into them. Yeah, finally, um, and we we did it when um, we went to see them as well, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. So they did a uh, not just like a full headlining tour, like a, almost like a double headlining tour. Um, they so were doing. Cool. I don't know if it was like a for specifically an anniversary tour, um, but they just. I think it might have been like twenty years or something like that since they formed some. Yeah, okay. since they were in like high school or something like that and cool. got together. But um, they basically did a tour which consisted of... They really hyped up. They were like two completely unique sets which was uh, specifically made to like summarise a band's sound. I was like, okay, that sounds really interesting. Mm. And I was like, they just played two hours of just all their good songs. Like it yeah. wasn't like... Oh, yeah. I, there was nothing about the set <laughs> where I was like, okay, maybe we're going to do like Colours in its entirety and do another set. Or they're going to type like... No, we didn't really do it. It wasn't anything where I was like... We just took a break in the middle. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. We just took like a 15-minute break in the middle. Also, um, that's the kind of band as well, like, are we going to do a set that will describe our entire sound? I feel like if you listen to any Between the Bear and Me song, it's like, yes, this yeah, sounds, sounds like Between the Bear and Me. Yeah. Also, you're not... It sounds like a very specialised one of their shows, so you're going to be there for them. Yeah. Yeah, there was no um, like, there was no support acts or anything like that's that. That's cool. Um, and also, I, mean, I thought, well, maybe they're just going to go through like their catalogue. Like, they're going to do, say, maybe start at the more recent stuff and make their way back, or they're going to mm-hmm. start at the beginning and end on like new stuff, like just really cover everything. It's like, yeah. No, it was a pretty, like, <laughs> normal really good set. Enemy set. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's uh, like one of Maiden's tours where they did Yeah, the precisely. Yeah. Um, it was absolutely amazing. Like, when we saw them um, supporting Tesseract, 
yeah. it was a bit of a tease because it felt like by the time they got going, it was over. It's done. Yeah. 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 And you had um, to sit through Tesseract. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but this was just like nothing but between the Baron and me, they were firing on all cylinders from the moment they came out. Cool. Um, it was, uh, they, yeah, they played something pretty much off every single album. They ended up with White Walls. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. They did, uh, you know how they like, a lot of have those like, kind of like more intro-y songs. Mm-hmm. They did all of like the intro songs and outro songs as well. Oh, that's oh, cool. cool. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was really exciting. So, you know, um, on like The Great Misdirect, before you have like Obfuscation, you've got like the kind of, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the kind of um, very mellow sort of song with yeah, the nice yeah. like kind of like called. jazzy guitar in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had that at the beginning. Um, before cool. they, Yeah, before they did um, Telos, uh, they had like a track called The Black Box, which is like just the interlude that sets it all up. But it builds it up so well. Cool. Um, they did Voice of Trespass from the new album, which yep. is like the really kind of casino-y type jazzy song. Uh, it was just a bloody That's great a very, show. Yeah, very yeah. good. The only, the only problem was by the time they got there, like because they'd been on tour for a few weeks all across Europe, um, they and it was just like all the hardcore fans there. Mm-hmm. They pretty much sort of all the merch like everything. Oh, yeah. oh, you were saying it's like you yeah. wanted a specific. I want to get like I was or... like after I was after like I was like oh I'll pick up like they're gonna have all the records there. Yeah. Like I'll grab some stuff while I'm at the show and like it's better to buy it directly from the band when they're on the tour and stuff you know. Uh, and they had like part two of their new two part album. Uh, so I was like okay I'll get that. Then I immediately whipped out my phone on Amazon and ordered part one. <laughs> yeah. I was like okay well, at least by the time I get yeah. home I can listen yeah. to both of them. <laughs> then they had like infinite amounts of the singer's solo album. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah he's got like his own like electronic solo project and like and it was just a big stack of those and I was like have you, have you got anything else? And I was like no. That's got a sting a bit for him. <laughs> yeah but like that's not why people are there. Oh yeah no one's there. Yeah. yeah. Play your solo stuff. <laughs> but like all, the only t-shirt size they had were like small and triple XL and stuff like that. Okay. Like, like okay cool was it the last like, the last date of the gig it was, was pretty early. much the last I think it was the last date I think they maybe had like a show in Manchester or something like that but that was pretty much it okay yeah. but um absolutely killer like it was yeah they are they're a niche band they're mm-hmm. not for everyone I was blown away when I saw them live yeah so, incredible and it got me thinking like I wonder if well, it's just like how they haven't quite made it as big as similar kind of proggy metal bands. Like in this, like I mean, like Opeth, I yeah, guess, would be the nearest class, or like I think Opeth I think, is more accessible. Though. Yeah, I, that I think that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. When I don't think of Opeth as accessible music, but no, they just are just more accessible to me. Yeah, than, uh, I think yeah. now. Oh, they are. Yeah, there's yeah. more. They're more melodic, more singing now. Yeah. I still but think like, Colors is too much to take in as well. Uh, okay, it's your first album because that was my stumbling block. First. I was the one that got but me into not, them. Well, I know that's yeah, funny, isn't same, it? Yeah, I wonder if that's part. But no, I know a few people who. Great Mr. Act was the one they got into. And I think when it came out, I remember a lot of people being very underwhelmed. And now, years later, people talk about it really fondly. Yeah. Um, and um, is it, what's the, uh, is it Alaska? Alaska, yeah. yeah. It's got like Selkies and stuff. Was that the one that was just after Colours? Before Colours. Before Colours, that, yeah, that's, okay. To me, that's, that's like, like that's basically one, yeah. the one where you kind of find their sound. Yeah. Uh, and then Colours all come together and they've kind yeah. of been working on that ever since. But yeah, absolutely incredible show. Um, well, if you want some long metal songs, and all their albums are like weird concept albums, stuff like that, to the point where I think there's even one of them where they genuinely don't know what the story is. <laughs> they, did like a, they did like an AMA on Reddit, and they were asked about all the different concepts for albums, and like they kind of summarised each one. But it got to like, I think it's called, I can't remember what the album's called. Uh, oh, Parallax. Uh, it's called Parallax. Uh, 
songs from the elder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they were on the, yeah, on their um, on the retro there was like uh, it's like I genuinely don't know what that album's about or how to explain it. I had like a really big cool. concert story in my head. And then it's just all nonsense. Okay, great. Like, Eleven and concert albums just fall apart. Yeah, I think the yeah. basic <laughs> pitch of it is it's about someone who kind of feels like they've got like a longing for something in life, like they don't know what it is, so they just kind of like leave their home, leave the family, go wandering off. And they end up like, when trying to like drown themselves or something, like end up on an island and then bump into like their twin from like an alternative <laughs> dimension who basically okay. tells them that it's their job to, like, save the universe. Okay. And they get okay. on board a spaceship, and I think they, like, fly through the galaxy, literally, like, populating planets. But then the guy who, the original one, decides he doesn't want to do it anymore and tries to go back home to his family. So the alternative d- dimension one maybe tries to come back and kill him. Okay. Yeah, if it wasn't cool. obvious, they're a prog band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we also went to another gig as well. Like, I'd literally been going... Because I also went to see Death Heaven as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting uh, yeah. That was incredible. Um, I didn't cry this time, which I was very proud of. Was it at the uh, police again? It was or... not. It was SWX. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I bet it sounded great there. Sounds yeah. fantastic, yeah. Um, that was cool. Also bumped into uh, two members of Baroness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that was well. cool. Yeah. Um, got, Cheeky selfie. Yeah, good to get a selfie with uh, John, the frontman songwriter, the genius behind that band and uh we start to post take a photo and like the light is shining right on our faces and he's like no no wait a second dude spins me around puts up the cameras like that's better take a photo i told him like i can tell one of us is an artist yeah. <laughs> where was he for august burns red when yeah <laughs> what about that guy instead of the the drunk stone over and taking our uh like cameos in the silhouette <laughs> Talking of Who's um, that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we've got a second chance because they are back in a couple of months. They're doing another show. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I would, I've got tickets. It's definitely worth going to see them again. They're a good time. Talking yeah. of uh, stoners asking for photographs, mm. uh, has anyone heard the? Uh, <laughs> Can't wait to see this goes. Has anyone seen the uh, the thing that happened at the Tool show recently? No. no. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, some Tool fan before the gig started uh, asked this kind of older dude if he could take a picture of him in front of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. And it was uploaded by the guy that took the photo. It was uploaded by his son. And yeah. he said, my favorite thing that happened at this tour gig is that this guy turns to my dad and asks to have his picture taken with the stage. Uploaded by Wolfgang Van Halen. Whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, How wonderful is that? That's amazing. Yeah, no idea. Have you heard the stories about Eddie Van Halen and his health at the moment? Thing yeah. is, I wouldn't recognise Eddie Van Halen, I don't think necessarily. Yeah, I th- I, yeah. and you I know? think if, if you don't know Van Halen, he just looks like someone's dad. Yeah, yeah he does. Like, so yeah. Is he not well at the moment? So he had um, he had uh, tongue cancer mm. um, and he had part of it removed and he went into recovery. And, yeah, yeah. But then apparently the rumour has it that he's now got throat cancer. Yeah, he does. Oh, and that the, I think this was just pure, pure rumour. But the rumor is that because he's spent years like basically with like a metal guitar pick in his mouth, sucking a guitar pick, people are like speculating that's what caused it. I think that's absolute bullshit. Oh, yeah, it's a no. very weird thing to speculate yeah. about as well. Like, I was, yeah, I would like to just uh, correct that slightly. No one's speculating that. Mm-hmm. 
Eddie Van Halen is speculating that. Oh, okay. He he said that he's certain. That's a bit different. It's because to... he used to play with a metal guitar pick. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he said he doesn't think it's anything to do with all of the smoking that he's yeah. done throughout all his life. Or the drinking. Or the drinking, the drinking or yeah. all of the everything else. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, those it's... two things which famously, unfortunately, lead towards throat yeah. and mouth cancer. Mm. But... Honestly, if, if Eddie Van Halen says it, I'm going to go with it because yeah. I love well, that that's man. That's a bit different if he's saying that, not just random people going, oh, I bet it's this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. Or yeah. if you tune into the latest episode of a David Lee Roth podcast, I think he uh, speculates. It, I mean, it sounds that, mean, that sounds like something that David Lee Roth would have thought of. Imagine Ed, you know what it is? <laughs> imagine reading the episode description of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, he's he's beaten it once before. Yeah, exactly. So, he's fingers got crossed. what it takes. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Nailed yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Um, other gigs as well. Kill Switch Engage. Let's, yes. Yeah. Let's just get the elephant. Let's hit the elephant in the room. Lewis and I went to see Kill Switch Engage at the O2 Academy. And uh, I got my money back. So. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Jim sold my ticket for me. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, I was ill, so I couldn't make it. Yeah. We uh, we went to see uh, Metalcore Titans Kill Switch Engage at the O2 last yeah last Tuesday. So it was a week. Yesterday, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, how time flies. Fuck. Because I've been listening to nothing but Kill Switch since <laughs> yeah. and before. It feels like You're it still was there. only yesterday. I loved it after a gig. Still there. Especially yeah. a really good one. You just want to listen to that band yeah. over and over. Yeah. yeah. Well, after the gig, I got back because um, we had like a fair few drinks. Um, yes. I Lads. woke up at <laughs> quarter to four in the morning wearing all my clothes and my boots still. Excellent. Uh, with the light on, the door open. I hadn't put my phone on charge or set my alarm or anything. Uh, and like the record was still like spinning. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I know table. I've had a really good night or a big night is if I haven't managed to take my shoes off. Yeah. yeah. So rare that happens. Yeah. I, I at least get my shoes off, if not anything else. Because you look at them and you think, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, was wearing, no. Boots, I was wearing like, Doc Martens. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was, yeah. I think, like the, before I'd take them off, I, I was in tears. I, was like, oh, I feel like that oh. when I finish work, let alone probably <laughs> drinking as well. Oh my God. What a show. Absolutely incredible. What a show. Um, what did you think of the first support band, say, who Tenside? I don't think I saw the first okay. support band. Yeah. No, I didn't know. I came in when it was Revocation. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. They were a metalcore band and I could not place the singer's accent for Love No Money. Okay. But I've also not looked them up to find out where. I don't okay. want to know. Okay, was, nice. Yeah, there would be like an American twang, but the more he would keep talking, the more it would go slightly European. Um, and... It was like, okay, he's learnt a bit mm. of English through like maybe movies and films. What are they called? Tenside. Tenside. Okay. Yeah. I won't tell you, I'm just gonna have a look. <laughs> yeah, anyway, they they're a metalcore band. Like they they weren't Fine. super inspiring. Yeah. Um they were probably a more like likely fit for the bill than revocation. <laughs> yeah, when they got an out do you wanna know where that band yeah, was? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Germany. Germany. I was okay, gonna say Germany. That makes sense. Um, yeah. yeah, when I saw Revocation were announced, I was like, that's a mm. I like Revocation, but that's an interesting fit. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed them. Mm. I didn't enjoy them whilst waiting for Killswitch yeah, Engage, no, weirdly. It, that's what I mean. It's a fit, so, yeah. so different. Yeah, yeah. Um, The audience looked a little confused. Uh, yeah, by, I think by, well. by the end of yeah. it, like, yeah. they had some good pits going on. Um, but yeah, they come out and like, oh, these guys are a death metal band. Yes. Like, through and through. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was quite funny because when they came out, like, I looked at our group and I was like, okay, cool, these guys come on. Then they start immediately. And I just saw a few faces drop. <laughs> like, oh, we've got this for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it, 
Yeah, that's the thing as well with a lot of like proper death stuff. I really enjoy it, but mm. just 30 minutes. Yeah. 30 minutes is yeah, enough. Definitely. Give me your best stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Precisely. Highlight room. Uh, well, the thing is, that that's why that was like a better show for me than when I saw them headlining. Because last time I saw <laughs> yeah. them on a show, like it was like it was pretty much a full evening of just technical death metal bands. Is that when Rivers of Nighthill? Rivers of Nighthill, well? yeah. Arch Spire as well. Oh, Arch Spire. And yeah. by the end of it, uh, by halfway through it, me and Theo, a uh, friend I went with, were like, "Do you want to go home?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, like we waited so long through revocation. By the time they came on, we were like, "I'm knackered. This has like been way too much death metal." Um, it's a lot to take in. It is a lot to take in. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I thought I thought they were great. Like that was the right amount of time for me to watch. They them. sounded excellent. Yeah. Um, I was just there for Kill Switch. It didn't matter that who had. I imagine signed. everyone was yeah. there. Yeah, that's Switch. the thing. It didn't matter who was. Um, so who was supporting? Yeah. Like, it didn't matter who had. Who had? Yeah. Rob F. Um. Yeah. Lewis, thoughts on the Kill Switch show then? I think. <laughs> It was, and I feel very bad because obviously now I wish you could have been there. Yeah, so do I. It didn't, again, I didn't make a decision lightly. No, I know. Um, I think it was the best time I've ever seen them. Yeah. yeah. I think. Like, They're the most consistent band, I swear. Like, I've seen yeah. them three times and every time just... Yeah. Jesse just gets better. He was incredible. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Do not understand it. Do you say you felt like there was less people? Yeah, it was sold out of the gig, but... Jim was saying he felt like there was less people. It felt overall, less, um, less cramped in the O2. Yeah, less congested. Congestion. Um, I don't. That I sounds don't dreamy know. to me. Because they didn't have people on the stairs. Yeah. Where they normally have people, they had security guards just like, not letting people stand on the stairs yeah. to watch the bands. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's like that weird time of year where everyone's starting to feel a little bit ill. So I think maybe. Hello. A few, yeah, I yeah. think I think a few people. Because yeah, you know, we had and another yeah, friend of ours as well. I had three. I had three tickets, and yeah, two yeah. tours can make it. Um. Yeah, I wonder if maybe people maybe would just... play got about. Sorry, go on. I yeah. just yeah, that's all right. Um, either way though, um, yeah, I, I it was absolutely incredible. Probably my favourite time seeing them as well. The set yeah. per- was perfect. Yeah, from the looks absolutely of it. amazing. I had a look at like the other sets as well, and they were all good. But like ours was definitely in the best. It's a real sweet yeah. spot. What they played. yeah yeah precisely. Um, what was your highlight of the set? Um, I mean, whenever anything from a live. Yeah, played, self-revolution. So that was yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I was super, super excited to hear "I'm Broken" too. Sounded amazing. Yes, the new one, yeah, because that's my favorite track they've released in years. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, took a video of some. I did. I got yeah. Yeah. Sounded amazing. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were just bang on, absolutely yeah. bang on. Um, Very incredible. This is Absolution as well. Yes. Yeah, that's probably my favorite Howard era song. Maybe it's a good one. Yeah. Also, because you Definitely. get Adam D doing the. Kind of lead vocals on it as well. Yeah, I, I love anything where Adam D is getting a bit emo on it. Yeah, I'm yeah, a exactly. big fan. Yeah. Do you, know, you can tell how maybe bored he is of playing My Last Serenade. They dropped it really <laughs> early in the set, like yeah. maybe three songs yeah. in. And he kept doing pinch harmonics constantly. He always does just that. To, yeah, but just to spice it up. Yeah, to spice it up, yes. Yeah, so, so many. I think it's very run to the hills at this point where... Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're doing it for I think every else. band probably, if you're big enough, has one song where you're just like, uh, I, know, I know why we have to play it. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think, um, I don't know though, I, I didn't get that vibe from like their faces. when they No, just, they were, they, they were just, just felt they were just like kind of taking the piss. Mind you, I don't think, somehow, Metallica never seen bored of Enter Sandman. Yeah. Mm. Uh, even I'm starting to get a bit bored of hearing it somehow. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. Like, I still love it when they play it. But, yeah. Uh, they never, Bat never feels phoned in. Like, I, uh, I've seen them live where they didn't play Enter Sandman, and I was like, that was a fucking relief. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think, though, 
that for any guitarist ever, unless you're Zach Wilde, pinch harmonics will never not be funny. Yeah, completely. If you if you can throw them in all of the time for no reason, they're very, very funny. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard a song called um, A Fire in Babylon by Shadows Fall? Which album's that off? Uh, the Art of Balance, yeah. yeah it's, it's, like, it's the last track, right. and it's got it's the most pinch harmonics in the intro to any song. It's so absurd. It's it must have been, it feels like they're settling a bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's one of those things as well. If you want to pull off a pinch harmonic, like you have to have your technique for it, bang on to make it sound good. Which obviously Andy <laughs> yeah. can do it in his sleep. Flawless. So, yeah. So it's a thing that is like, cool, this is like a fairly kind of technical thing to pull off, and it's the dumbest sound I can possibly yeah. make. <laughs> also, what's like the fact that Adam D always comes out wearing like his tiny shorts and a vest and yeah. like a headband. Yeah. Uh, or a cape sometimes mm-hmm. uh, and he wears his guitar quite high up so as high. well yeah really and because he's like such a lanky dude What's too like ukulele? it looks like he's playing like a kid's ukulele yeah, 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 like yeah. a wind up toy guitar <laughs> and he's just doing these pinch harmonics on it um, that, oh uh, Traffic Watts was also amazing in the set um, oh ending on a Holy Diver was absolutely oh, inspired God. yeah what, yeah. absolutely perfect way to see it out yeah. I love that well. they carried on doing that cover with Jesse uh, yeah because yeah, they did it um, uh, Maiden when they supported Maiden as well it's so cool hearing it's, him sing that as well because yeah. he it's, wouldn't put that song with Jesse's voice yeah it's because it's, it's, it's kind of become their song in a way yeah to me like in the you know yeah. you do get those bands who cover songs it's it, it, their version becomes the de facto they were clever to speak Whis- up, whiskey and yeah precisely yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I go back to the original version, and I'm like, it is literally like um, you, you're like, it's like being kind of, uh, it's like walking through molasses. <laughs> it's just so slow compared just to the low little, energy. Yeah, because it's not a very slow song. But, no, but yeah. just compared to the kill switch one, it yeah, is, yeah. it's got yeah. so much energy to it. But you get Dio, so you yeah. gotta, yeah. Um, Signal Fire was amazing as well. I was gonna say, what was that like? With uh, did Adam D did he have the vocals or did he just? No, Jesse did the whole thing. Yeah, cool. Jesse the whole... I think it's the kind of track, though, that if on record Jesse had have just done the whole thing anyway... Yeah, it's just it a nice touch. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. And he had a cool video. It's not they, like it's yeah. all, like, dual harmonies or anything. Precisely, you know I mean? yeah. It, it's like, it's... Um, obviously, he wrote it, like, the lyrics are definitely a... I think they are a deliberate reference in, to uh, Light the Torch. Okay. Not Light the Torch, whatever. What's the... How is the new band called? Like the torch, yeah. It's, it's like, like the torch. Like the, torch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the video is so good when they're just building up to his appearance, yeah. like a uh. like a wrestler that's being yeah. hindered at coming back into the ring. I mean, yeah. Um, but, oh, just really think of all the happy little faces. This is my favourite thing about Killswitch is that yeah. just grinning their asses. They just there's no mm. um, obligation yeah. for them. I feel like they no. all just are loving it, which is great because it never it doesn't always work out when a Singer comes back to a band and stuff and has been away. Do, and yeah. Do you know what, as well? Strength to strength. There is still, because I know a lot of people who went to see them or talked about it, and there is still like a Jesse Howard divide in terms of like fans. Weird. Yeah. Um, Weird. Friend of mine, uh, Simon, went to go see them in London at uh, Brixton Academy. Yeah. And he was like, Kills is amazing. It was so good. Oh, man, absolutely brilliant. And he was like, still Miss Howard, though. I think. I like I know people yeah. who are like but like I constantly saw people who are like who yeah say I preferred one to the other. I've seen him with both and I, I like yeah, yeah I liked both. Yeah. Both, yeah. I just think it's like it's just I think now I'm I'm gonna hedge my bets here. Um we are maybe one more album away from a dual, dual vocal yeah. yeah 
tour oh. or album. Yeah. I think it's oh, gonna, yeah. I think it's going to happen. At I, some point. I really do. And do you know what? I can't think of any other band that I'd be super excited about that for yeah. all, all the things seem so natural. I mean, that would be yeah. nuts. That would be exciting for several reasons. <laughs> yeah. We've been sat we've been sat with technology for years, but now the time's not right. Yeah. Yeah, Bond, where the fuck have you been? Because yeah. uh, Anthrax tried it, um, I think, or they were gonna try it. Yeah. Okay. With John Bush and Joey Belladonna. Did Van Halen try it? They have one song. Oh, I can't imagine. Really? They, yeah, they did one song for a Greatest Hits album in the 90s. There's no way met up in Zoe Which had ever. both singers on it. Um, yeah, it's wild. like at the end of... Uh, it's like the Fast and Furious with The Rock and Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> on camera together. Um, so they've buried the hatchet now. What? When were you going to tell me this? Oh, do you know? How long have you been t- saying on this for? <laughs> I like maybe two weeks. I think I, think I must have read about it when I was in Germany. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, they buried the hatchet. Um, the Rock posted that um, oh, he got a message. Sorry, I was I was excited because I thought Van Halen. Nah, no, I think we don't never happen. happen. Yeah, well, but they're brought together by their resentment for the Van Halen brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, The Rock. Uh, I think he posted on Instagram or tweeted out that basically he uh, oh. had like a phone call. Uh, with Vin and Vin congratulated him on the success of I'd hate Hobbin. to talk to Vin Diesel on the phone <laughs> <laughs> just like a voice and you'd be like can you speak up a bit <laughs> anyway sorry go on yeah. and um, yeah uh, movie. yeah oh Pablo's uh, looking down on you yeah um, and um, he, yeah he's like, he's like he's trying, it's like he's trying to do an impression of Stallone sometimes yes yeah um, yeah but uh, apparently yeah he uh, congratulated uh Three weeks ago. Fuck yeah, me. there you go. Yeah, so I would have been, <sighs> yeah, in the Germany at the time. The Rock's Instagram really let me down this time. Yeah, he basically uh, said that Vin Diesel congrat- uh, con- contacted him to congratulate him on the success of Hobbs and Shaw. Good. Yeah, and uh, that uh, <laughs> basically... Hobbs and Shaw came out. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a film we saw this year. And that uh, he was really happy, I think, for him for pushing the franchise forward. And The Rock was like, all I ever wanted to do was just bring the franchise to as many people as possible and make it this, that and the other... So yeah, I think we are now gearing up for The Rock in hopefully a cameo in Fast Nine, and then getting hopefully him a cameo because into... he's definitely not in it. In it, yeah, because he just timings. Yeah, okay. and then um... because John Cena's in number nine, <laughs> <laughs> and then hopefully he's going to be in Fast Ten to wrap it all up. Oh. Is that going to be the last one? Yeah, the original, okay. the original plan was uh, that. Would be the original one. plan was ten movies. <laughs> <laughs> was since I think since. At least since six. Yeah, I was going to say not since one. Yeah, probably since like, five actually, maybe six. Unless they they announced uh, six has got no because they, they announced eight, from... nine, and ten after yeah. Um, seven. Yeah, okay. Yeah, when they announced it was called Fate of the Furious, I <laughs> lost my mind. But then apparently this next one, the original working title for it, is meant to be the Faith of the Furious. Was he really? Yeah, well, we joked about that for a while, but no, oh, no, seriously, wonderful. yeah, that makes sense. His cross. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Talisman. Uh, so I'm, I have no idea what they're going to call the tenth one. I'm excited for it. I literally have no idea where they're going to go with nine, uh, plot-wise, at all. Like I, Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron's in Russell's it. still in it. Yeah, Carol's still in it. Charlie's, Charlie's <laughs> Theron is in it at some point. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. But also... Jordana Brewster's come back into it. Yeah. Interesting. But also, they're kind of setting up uh, in Hobbs and Shaw... Like a villain who I can only describe as being like the claw from Inspector Gadget. <laughs> just like a voice, a disembodied who voice. I'm pretty sure, and it's probably just placeholder voice, but I'm pretty sure it's Ryan Reynolds doing that voice 
at least. In Ryan the Reynolds is in Hobbs and Shaw, by the way. Okay. Oh, yeah. that, that's a spoiler, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Huh. Yeah. Um, he's quite prominently in it. Yeah, for he like is. Three or four scenes. Okay. And so is well, okay. I won't say who else. There's a couple of them. Oh, fuck it, let's say it. Yeah. All right, Kevin Hart's in it as well. Yeah. Of course he is. And of course he is. So is Rob, Rob Delaney as well. Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. like setting up his own like elite killer elite squad of people for Hobbs and Shaw spin-off. Yeah. Kevin Hart plays an okay. air marshal. It's yeah. pretty funny. Is Hob- Before we get back to Killswitch. Yeah, no. Is- oh, yeah. See, oh, shit. <laughs> is-, yeah. is Hobbs and Shaw canon to the... Yes, absolutely. Yes. 100% canon. Which is canon. absolutely <laughs> mind-boggling because there is a bike that drives itself and like corrects... It's... Yeah. They're fighting... They're essentially fighting a Terminator in... Uh, <laughs> well, he's Black Superman. Black Superman, as he says. Oh, my God. Hobbs, um, sure. <laughs> it, it shouldn't take place in the same universe. I'm and if, if it yeah. does, does which it does, like does, if they'd got hold of some of the technology in Hobbs and Shaw, it would make five, six, seven, eight, and nine a lot easier yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, in nine... You could almost replace sorry, them. In, in eight, they have um, these, like, auto-driving cars, which Charlie Theron's character, Cypher, hacks... Uh, and She's so, Scyther, okay. Yeah. And she they, makes it fucking rain cars out of car parts. Scyther is the most hacker name. It's most generic yeah. hacker. Yeah. There's an yeah. incredible bit in eight where she's hacking, and then the hacker girl on the fast team is also hacking, <laughs> and it cuts back to forth going, oh, she's good. And we're like, we're <laughs> <laughs> doing like code back and forth for each other. Um, That's such a 90s. The implications yeah. that Hobson Shaw has for the fast universe. So they give, it's, it's absolutely honestly, insane. They bring people back from the dead. Um, yeah. Spoiler again, spoilers for Hobbs and Shaw. There was a bit though that made me cry well after, and it's not meant to be funny. Long story short, they go back to the Rock's homeland uh, in the film. His character uh, from Samoa. Sorry, when you said homeland, like his world. His world. <laughs> the world in, the in this Rock movie. Yeah. In this movie, it's, it's, it's a fucking planet. Yeah. His whole family run a chop shop. Uh, <laughs> of course. There's this device that they have to get the use to clean someone's blood of a virus. Okay for plot reasons but it's busted <laughs> so they give it to his brother who's like the best mechanic on the island <laughs> yeah. and there are these incredible sequences of him studying this thing with a whiteboard yeah. and successfully fixes this like technology that doesn't even exist it's like bleeding edge technology <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Cliff he just does, it, just does it in a chop shop I can't remember uh, while, while at the same point, time yeah. though just as like a nice little sort of juxtaposition they're gearing up for war with like these super soldiers okay. but they're going back to the old school so they've got like axes the rock's and mum away all the guns yeah <laughs> Also, they, they talk about, okay. and like it is definitely like semi autobiographical at this point because, like, um, his mum is like a kind of matriarchal figure of his big family, okay. much like The Rock's yep. mum is in real life. And he talks about how his dad <laughs> got him to do some like shady stuff in the past and like the tough love, and that's maybe slightly symbolic of The Rock's relationship. But in this film, his, with his dad's dad. like a mega criminal. Yeah, they're, impl- they're implying his dad's a mega criminal that will come into it at some point. But also in the Rock's bedroom, oh, yeah, to this. I forgot. in the Rock's bedroom, there's also a photograph of Soul Man, uh, Rocky Johnson, the Rock's dad, real life dad. Okay, implying mm. that both the Rock, oh, Soul Man, Rocky Johnson, <laughs> yeah. and Hobbs also exist in the same universe. So now I'm trying to wonder who they would get to play the Rock's dad in that franchise. It's going to be Samuel Jackson, but I wonder who they're going to get to play <laughs> yeah, the Rock's know. dad in that franchise. I don't know. Um, oh, imagine if they got Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah, that would be okay. excellent. Actually, okay. that'd be. Um, or no, yes, yeah, go with Denzel. Why not? Yeah. All right. Same actor that will be playing Ozzy Osbourne in. Also, yes, <laughs> I, Hobson Shaw is a film you should watch if you want to watch it. I don't really. Know. 
<laughs> I really liked it, but I also can't recommend it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's what you a, mean. It's a so bad, it's good kind of yes. movie. It, it, yeah. Jo- we saw that movie after having a couple of beers and yep. some junk food with yep. some friends on a Friday night. Perfect. And it is the perfect movie for yeah. that. It's yeah, just, I yeah. And, and I think that's what he, they and were we in. We barely spoiled it, honestly. Yeah. So and, the absolutely uh, stupid I, stuff. I, I, think, I think you can tell that the intention was like, <laughs> Go have some beers, just have a good time, yes. and just relax on Friday night. What's Jason Statham calling the, himself a champagne problem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what he calls champagne problem. <laughs> One of my favorite lines. Mm. Uh, anyway, kills us engage. Yeah, I guess we were talking. Singers. Well, we were talking about black oh, right. guys that and white guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were talking about black guys and white guys teaming up. Yes, and that's how we got there. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. yeah, lethal weapon. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, we're start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, time is a flat circle. Diplomatic oh, immunity. Accidental racist by Brad Paisley. There we yeah. go. Yeah, we've come full circle. We've now done yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. Jesus, but no, I. So it I sounds wouldn't... like Killswitch was fucking spot on. It was yeah, off it really the was. Hizzle. Man. Yeah, it Whoa. was. Um, <laughs> I think that was the thing that just like uh, I was like just trying to get these tickets, and I was like. It's not about the money, but I'm glad it was able to sort it out for you. But yeah. I just like, I just want people to see the show. Yeah. It's going to be so Yeah, good. I was more annoyed about missing it. I wasn't... I mean, yeah. Obviously, the money isn't gone when you buy something, but obviously, in because it was so long ago we bought the tickets, Yeah, I wasn't as worried about, oh, I'm going to miss out on the money. Yeah. It was more been annoyed I couldn't go. But yeah. I would have hated yeah. it. I mean, I... I probably would have hated it. He, he hates Kill Switch Engage. Yeah. Oh my god, he hates Kill Switch He hates it. What a twist. <laughs> I was never going to go. Uh, but no, when you're ill, just VO2, no, is not the one. It's too no. small and cramped anyway. Um, did you know as well, you know, the, we've spoken quite a lot on this podcast about the two pinters they do. Yeah. yeah. You can get two pints of Guinness to go what? <laughs> watch Kill Switch Jesus. Engage with. Yeah. Fact. Just, that's just a loaf of bread at that point. It's just thick. <laughs> I saw a guy holding three of those. What? Incredible. Yeah. Bar, 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 he's holding six pints of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> One nudge, yeah. and they have to like evacuate can the building. Be, can you believe yeah. the nerve of that, uh, that girl? But girl, yeah. four pints. Four pints on a tray <laughs> when he's got to carry three in like a fucking gig with people moshing. Someone knocks into it, it'll be like the end of Titanic when he's like pouring down <laughs> corridors. <laughs> like the lift opens in the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guinness. <laughs> but no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did a dual thing and i honestly oh right yeah i honestly don't think anyone would dislike it i can't imagine anyone would dislike it at all i think people would be incredibly excited i'm fully i love howard absolutely love howard love everything he did with that band yeah jesse's my jesse's jesse's your boy jesse's my guy you're jesse's boy i'm jesse's boy you're in love with jesse's boy yeah yeah Yeah. when he's looking at me with those eyes yeah (laughs) and i just know it um that's exactly how that yeah. line is delivered. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have any problem if Howard also yeah. came back and you got both. No. Two for the price of one. Mm. Best think, of both yeah, yeah. Um, thing is, I can't feel like um, if they did as well, it's not even like it's the kind of thing which you could see them doing if somehow their career hit like a standstill or something like that, you know, things weren't quite working out. But like, I feel like with this new album in particular, like they're back on form again. Oh, oh, so yeah. um, but I could also see them just doing it anyway. Just doing it because it'll be fun to do, yeah. That, that seems to me like why Killswitch do most things is that would be fun. They yeah. genuinely enjoy playing and touring, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah precisely. Uh, also, we're getting a new Times of Grace record oh. soon as well. Oh. So that's going to be Give exciting. It to me. Give yeah. it to me. Give it to me. That it's almost like an perfect. apology for making it for like how long it's seen between the <laughs> <Yeah>. albums. <laughs> because I was never really into Incarnate, it feels like it's been way longer since they released a record as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, It feels like they haven't released anything since uh, December Descent. Yeah, yeah, which is obviously isn't true. And I went back to Incarnate and I went, great first half of an album. Yeah. Second half, can't remember any of it whatsoever. Yeah. 
No. But this one's beautiful. Live show is fantastic. Yeah. And it's just wonderful seeing a band you love be great. Yeah, also, I feel like I'm... Whoever does their artwork is... Uh, oh, it's Adam D. Um, it's Mike. So he, Mike he, didn't, he didn't do this one. He designed uh, yeah. it, but he didn't actually paint it I was going to say, because cool. uh, artwork's just smashing yeah. it out of the park. Um, I was quite lucky that I've seen, like, basically, like, three of my favourite metalcore bands in, like, the space of three weeks. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad going, is it? And not bad going, we've still yeah. got some... Serious gigs for yes. the rest of the year yes, we do. as well. Big gig. Well, again, because also going to see August Burns Red as well at some point. So I'm yes. basically seeing like my four favorite metalcore bands. So, yeah. We're going to do my yeah. favorite thing, which is go to watch Mike Ackerfeld tell stories, and then sometimes the song's getting away from me now. <laughs> yeah. I just want to hear him talk about when, his life. When is that? Uh, a week on Sunday. Yeah. Cool. Sunday gig. My favorite. Yeah, then the week after that is uh, Ghost. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, and then. After that, I think it's maybe two weeks after his periphery. Yeah, I periphery is before Ghost. Oh, I literally have to. Think Ghost. Oh, it's the 17. same week. It's the same week. Sorry, periphery is on the Good Monday. I mean, then Ghost is on the Sunday. Yeah. Um, and with periphery, me and James, my my country and Western buddy, yeah, um, we are going to a masterclass with Matt Halpin. Oh, cool! I think you were saying about thinking yeah. about doing that. Yeah, we're gonna go for it. Um, which is you excited. Dope as hell. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm way more excited than I would be if I was going to a masterclass with an instrument that I actually played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, that should be awesome. To go and hang out with Matt, just watch him play some drums, and then that's awesome. go and enjoy the gig. So yeah, we got it We got it good coming. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for people who... I mean, Lama God next year. Let's not forget. Ugh. Yeah, um, for people who don't like the music... I guess we'll apologise in advance because we could have some very music-heavy episodes. Well, we tried to talk about Killswitch and... <laughs> That's true, One yeah. of our favourite experiences of the year and we still got derailed. So I don't think there's too much danger. Oh, well, we got derailed by my actual favourite experience of the year. Of course. Yeah, which was, of course, of course Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy... God, I'm, this weekend I'm looking forward to doing F all. Yep, I've got it yeah. booked in. On the Saturday, I've got absolutely, and on the Sunday, nothing. Yeah, do you know what? Even though, like last weekend when I was planning to do nothing, I ended up doing quite a bit. I yeah. did nothing, but I was ill, so I didn't really enjoy Doesn't it count. as much. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not time off. Yeah, it's not time off, Nelms. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, thank you so so much for listening. Thanks thank for. You. For braving the spookiness yeah. that we oh, yeah. like, This was nowhere near as spooky as the last Halloween special we did. No, because that was Halloween themed. That was actually a Halloween <laughs> one, yeah. We, we just had a lot of music to talk yeah, this about. Yeah, like, this one was like, oh, by the way, Halloween's coming up. We should basically just do a Fast and Furious podcast at some yeah. point. I think Fine. we should just do an episode about Fast and Furious movies. I think so. We can do that. And yeah. if you do want to hear that, then please let us know. You can get in touch with us directly. We're going to do it either way, but it would be nice to have some <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can email us uh, where we are, slowlyrock at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram where we are slowly we rock podcast. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook where we are just at slowly we rock. Please do get in touch. And if you want to hear us break down way more of Fast and Furious franchise, yeah, yeah, then yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of good theories knocking about here. Why are you theories? Like, <sighs> starts with DVD players, uh, <laughs> ends with currently ends with nuclear, nuclear, yeah, nuclear yeah. submarines, and yeah. we can only hope to go the same way. So and it's if... all logical and makes sense. How we got there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and have a spooky Halloween. Ooh. 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 See you guys. Ooh. See you. <laughs>